Is guacamole a fruit salad? What is the best milkshake for bringing boys to the yard? Ostriches are dinosaurs. Don't piss off old people. New game. What do you mean it gives you Arby's mouth? Artisanal muck duck balls. I think they call that auto fellatio. I want to high five a shark. Welcome to Bar Banter. Relax, have a drink with us as we debate the most controversial topics in the world today. On today's podcast, we talk about who is the best sidekick, which TV host would be the best at solving murder mysteries, and lastly, which modern profession would be the best at hide and seek. But first, we have a guest, host of the Best Ever You podcast, master coach, and best-selling author of the Change Guidebook. Elizabeth, thank you for coming on the Bar Panther podcast. How are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. So it'll be fun. Absolutely. Elizabeth, two things. First of all, what are you drinking? And second of all, you have a new book coming out called The Success Guidebook, where you talk about 10 factors of change. Can you tell us what some of those factors are and why is strategic procrastination not one of them? Those those are long questions. I'm glad I'm drinking coffee. The <laughs> <laughs> grandma here, so I have to stay awake. This is way past my bedtime. But I, same. All fun. Yeah, I know. You have little kids, so. The Change Guidebook, it's about, um, so coffee, yep. I swear it's coffee, too. The Change Guidebook is just about change. It's about navigating change, whether you're deciding to make a change or coping with a change or whatever's going on in your life. It's, uh, it's, I think change is one of those things that you need in your toolbox of life. So you kind of navigate better, but uh, change, it goes from like assessing a situation all the way to helping people like, like, uh, you know, just helping, like once you've mastered it, you turn around and help somebody else. So and that's that book. And it's, it's, it's won like five awards now. <laughs> Surprise. It's, it's interesting to be putting books out in your fifties, you know, it's like, okay, it's something I always wanted to do. And here we are doing it. So is, is that something you wanted to do earlier on and just never got a chance to do? Yeah. All, you know, all the way since kindergarten, I wanted to be a writer. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, I'm a mom of four boys. They're all in their twenties still. <laughs> so they're 22 to 28. And uh, yeah, I've, I've always been writing and it was, so it's been really cool to see things materialize into best-selling books for sure. A I lot love of work. That. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks for asking about my books. Of course. Richard Madison. What are you drinking? I was lucky enough to find a blue moon in my first tonight. So <laughs> it's going to be a good night. Yeah. Just bring out the security blanket again. Um, ben, what are you drinking over there? I went Stella tonight. And yeah. Um, yeah, Elizabeth's super jealous of your ability to write a book. Um, I don't even think I can still read a book. So I'm very impressed. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the podcast. Yeah. Travis, what are you drinking? I am probably going to finish off my Redwood Empire Emerald Giant Rye Whiskey. Uh, there's not too much left. That's why I grabbed it to drink tonight because I was like, I should probably finish this bottle because it's been a couple months. Been nursing it because I'm old. I wish I had a sidekick to help me finish it, but I don't. I wish I wish Drew was here to boo you. <laughs> <laughs> You've had worse. Elizabeth, what you'll what you'll learn throughout this podcast is while you are an accomplished award-winning author, I am an award-winning segue. <laughs> deliverer i'm so good at all of the segues between topics 
self-created awards. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that is, the best kind, aren't they? Absolutely. <laughs> Make print out some certificates. I'm still waiting for them to just surprise me with one. Just like yeah. here's a segue, and it's just just a, a motorized segue, but like a little. Well, you're trophy expecting version. now. We have uh, we have to wait for you to you know. Yeah, I'll for, uh, forget about I'll it. I'll forget. So. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Ruined it. You're right. You're right. It's my fault as usual. <laughs> uh, team, real easy question in terms of there's not a lot of uh, parameters or details, but just who's the best sidekick? I just want to know. Who's got thoughts? There's uh, a lot. Who's got answers? Ooh, Ben's got so many. Ben feels answers. opinionated. Get out there, Ben. <laughs> I like it when you're... All right, I'll jump out there. Oh, this was hard because there's, there's so many. Uh, so I am going to put my camp into one specific area, and I'm going to go to movies. And then I, I had a few, but one really stands out for me. And while he may not be the most famous sidekick or the one that's loved by as many people, he creates an amazing one-two punch with his main guy um, that just brings the entire movie and series to life. And that's Garth Algar. Um, So in Wayne's world, Garth as my sidekick just freaking builds this amazing, hilarious set of movies where Wayne's funny, but Garth, just kind of he's like that uh you know yin and yang i love i've loved wayne's world every time it's on on i watch it and garth is a huge reason but yeah garth is my i went movies and then if, as far as cinema sidekicks he's one of the best if not the best garth is actually a really good pick i was he was in my list as well i think a sidekick has to be someone who is kind of ride or die and also when it's appropriate elevating the main character or, or the superhero or whatever situation that person's in, obviously they might get into their own shenanigans, which is fine. But at the end of the day, ride or die, they're, you know, pumping up the main character, always kind of playing that support role. And so I, Garth is a really good pick. It is a really good pick. Elizabeth, best oh. sidekick. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, There's a lot. I have a lot of them, actually. I, I had Chewbacca. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a great one. Star Wars fan. Oh yeah. I was I was torn between Chewbacca and like the donkey from Shrek. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> great, great sidekick. <laughs> the, or the, you know the little dragon in Mulan. Like, have you have you ever watched the? Oh, Mushu. 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 That's the theme. So, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's an Eddie Murphy theme there. Maybe I don't know, but I like it. Disney yeah. theme. I think yeah. Shrek was yeah. Disney. He's always, those are always so funny to me and. You know, the donkey, he's like loyal to a fault. It's so cute. So, yeah, that's, so are, I don't know. and a good dancer, too. He is a good dancer. Are you putting up all three of them? Or are you going to? Oh, do I, do I have to pick we're one? We're kind of a. Okay, we're going to pick one. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with the Star Wars. Okay. Love it. Great. <laughs> that's, I thought that was my thing I was doing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, sidekick. Such a good pick. You know, Ben kind of threw me off with with his. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it, but Elizabeth kind of helped me get back on my where I was going to take this. So I I think a sidekick needs to be multi dimensional, right? Like you can't just have one thing that they do. So for me, I, I would I like uh, some of the Disney pool there. I I was very tempted to go genie. 
to kind of throw back our last episode, but you got to be multifaceted. You can't be restricted by rules. And so to me, give me the magic carpet from Aladdin um, as one of the best sidekicks (laughs) out there. I didn't even think about that. That's good. I like that better than the genie because the genie to me isn't, is he a sidekick? Sure. But like he's right. This crazy otherworldly being that he happens to stumble upon. I also would have gotten a boo would have been, you know, mm. sidekick more sidekick than genie. Oh, Aladdin's got a lot of sidekicks. That's yeah. He needs a lot of help. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted also someone, Rick, I like you that you said multifaceted because that plays into my, uh, my pick here, but I also want someone who's clearly an, an, an enabler that's just going to poke and, pro, and and provoke the main person. And I went Bender from Futurama. Mm. Just, I, I had a feeling one of you were going to just always causing mischief, always, but like again, ride or die up to his own shenanigans, just the best. And I, I almost didn't pick him because he's almost not a sidekick, right? He's almost at that same level, but he is, you know, BFS with Fry for life. And uh, I want Bender. That makes me think of like Bill- Grimm, like Billy and Mandy. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a callback. Grimm, I like that one. A great one. You know, I had a backup similar to Bender. Well, it's not similar to Bender. But I did. I had a card. I like how a lot of us went cartoons. Because my backup was Smithers from from Simpsons. Uh, the Simpsons, uh, just because he would do anything for her. And I, I, it's interesting that we all kind of had a, a cartoon in our in our back pocket. Okay. Okay. So right now the quote official pool that we have is Chewbacca, Garth, the carpet, and Bender. Also, kind of on the table is Mushu, Donkey. Any others that we need to kind of just put into the pool before we kind of start narrowing this down? Or are we all? kind of set and we know which one we're going with no because yeah i got a bunch but none of them are as good as what we've got okay there, so who's 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 the honorable who's, mentions if you will who's yeah. first off the list it's got to be bender off the list <laughs> off yeah off the list, off. how <laughs> it, the show's not funny that is not true i have seen <laughs> like 20 minutes of one episode and I it's probably the funniest episode out there but not funny Bender not a good sidekick first of all it's a hilarious show and and it may have the most range of any cartoon from funny to depressing to dark to sad to happy to silly it's it's fantastic okay and out of all the great show we have this argument in our house. So, but of all of those <laughs> spectrums, what does Bender actually deliver to all those? He he provides a lot of that range, which you said that a a person, a sidekick has to be multifaceted. I did. You're right. Yep. Uh, he literally is fascinated because he's a robot. <laughs> hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Here's yes, my I question about Bender. <laughs> Is he Fry's sidekick? Is he Leela's sidekick? I mean, is he He's definitely not the professor's sidekick? sidekick? Like, like, but my point is, is you know, all of our other sidekicks are specific to one person. Bender he's can the main character. Bender plays a role that, where he's sidekick to a lot of people, which kind of makes him mm, on and off he's the main mostly, character. He's mostly Fry's sidekick. They are the team. 
so angry how much we're talking about this show. <laughs> it's a good show. I, it is not. It is such a good show. Our house hates this show. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Elizabeth. Thank <laughs> you for bringing it. It's have, awful. Have, there's one human being in the house of six that, well, they're not all here, but that likes that show. Nice. Is, that, show. is that your husband? No, it's oh. the baseball player. Okay. I knew it. It's like it's yeah. not saying. Is, it, is it the child you're kicking out to Europe? Like, <laughs> yeah, going to Germany. <laughs> well, all right. Well, if I'm if I'm getting voted off the island, that's fine. Are there uh, repercussions here? Do we get? Yeah, I'm. You know, I <laughs> might lose an arm. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just make the segues worse. It's fine. Oh no. <laughs> um, you, can you? Can I? I can go much worse. <laughs> Elizabeth, I did one the other day where I said, hold on, let me get my ducks in a row. And I oh. got <laughs> <laughs> it. Was so, it was so good. Um, I, I, if... I, have, I, have, I have questions, though. Like, why do you have those? What are they for? Don't why I... do you have a row of ducks? What yeah, a question. Well, why <laughs> do you have that? Where did you buy that? The better, the better question that? is, why do I have a pack of like 300 in my basement? Yeah, ah, that's that's the better question. That is a question. But I'm not going to answer that question. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you have to come on for a second episode to hear mystery. the answer. Okay. Yeah, man of mystery. So between Chewy, the carpet, and Garth, I, I mean, I, I gotta go Chewy. Like, okay, I'm okay with that. yeah. I'm okay with Chewy. I, he was on my list too. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that as a sidekick. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably number one in my heart for sure. I don't know if mm. he's the quote best, but in my heart, he's the best sidekick. All right, so Chewie it is. Chewie's the best sidekick of all time. Well, were there others that you wanted to share that were on your list that you thought of? Yeah, but I didn't think you guys were going to agree. Um, one of my all-time favorite musical groups is Hall and Oates, so I was going to say Oates as a phenomenal sidekick. But uh, Brittany, Brittany liked that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously Daryl Hall was the uh, you know the mainstay, but even though they were a pair. I mean, let's be honest. Oz was the sidekick. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was tempted to say French fries, but I didn't think I'd be able to get everybody on board with that oh, uh, yeah, random of a take. Huh? I would have. <laughs> that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. What kind of French fries, though? Mm. Well, that's that's a different that's a <laughs> that's different, different topic. argument. That's a whole show on French fries. <laughs> yeah. What about the phone that was called a sidekick? I thought about doing that. I <laughs> I, I, I was like, that might be too. Like I don't the, want to say yeah, obvious. Flipped up. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the first kind of like expanding phones when they were coming out mm. after the flip phone called the Sidekick. Had a full mm. keyboard. One of my favorite sidekicks. I he couldn't be the best, but I I would feel bad without mentioning Silent Bob. Nice. Mm. Just 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 a rock, you know, just mm. there. Oh, it's super dependable. Dude, have you ever noticed how much Silent Bob looks like Drew? Is that a thing? Yes, they do look very similar. If you were to murder silent bob you could probably put drew in his place <laughs> but who would you have to solve it that is the question which tv host <laughs> oh there's a segue i get it yeah <laughs> yeah it's real it's real good we, we missed them you. a lot pause for a quick second i do want to give a shout out to elizabeth for joining the podcast this evening it was a pleasure having her on if you have a chance go check out her new book the success guidebook available for pre-order on Amazon right now. So you can go ahead and pre-order that and get your copy as soon as it's available. What are you doing? If you want to learn more about success, go order her book. Just go do it. You can be successful in ordering her book. 
you, you're already done. You've done it. You you are now successful. All right, team. We got psychic out of the way, but now let's talk murder. Let's just jump straight into murder. If there was a murder that happened, and if you had to choose a television show host, which TV host would be the best to help you solve this murder? Elizabeth, do you want to start us out on this one? I got lots again. So That's fine. I got. <laughs> I went all you know, Pat Sajak on this for a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I like it. I don't know why I went Pat Sajak, but then I went like Jimmy Fallon, because I was thinking Jimmy Fallon can like morph into all those different characters, like Fletch, kind of thing. He could Fletch that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of. Is, I don't know. is he going to spend too much time laughing at his own jokes to actually help solve the murder, though? Maybe. Maybe I... There's. There's thing there yeah for sure yeah. but he does he can imitate anybody he can dress yeah. up he can i don't know but pat sajak was my original answer that's a good I one. Have no idea why it's kind of like wheel of fortune yeah I'm a, that's I'm a, a good a one watcher. i actually kind of want to be on that show on wheel of fortune i do who doesn't that's a great yeah. show mm. great show god i love the bloopers of that show they're they're hilarious there's some bad ones there's some bad ones <laughs> Achilles was the best one, I think. Achilles or whatever they said. <laughs> anyway, his ability to yeah, I was I had a talk show host on mine as well, but I moved him way down the list, and I kept going back to murder being you know a lot of murders are obviously crimes of passion, so then I wanted somebody who could you know figure out different reasonings, emotional reasonings, you know, connections with family, friends, stuff like that. So I needed Pretty somebody God, to could say Dr. Phil <laughs> look into someone's psyche. <laughs> and here comes Dr. Phil. You think I'm going to say Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, no. Either that or Murray. I'm actually going to say Jerry Springer. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. Because I think he would have the energy. I think he would look at things in a completely sideways way of thinking, but still understand kind of that emotional family family aspect to it so i went springer i thought he would be a great detective he definitely has the most uh experience with white trash probably the, of all the people we're going to mention who are probably high on the pie chart so i think it's a good he ran for some public office i don't know what that has to do with him solving a murder but he's got to have some sort of charisma mm. that could help mm. out in that situation i i like where ben's trying to take it but can, can we agree that murder and murderers are a type of predator out there okay can we make that can we make that connection I see, where, I see where you're going yeah and so because of that should we not pick someone who is accomplished and already did this yep so yeah. it needs to be chris hansen for yep. to catch a predator <laughs> he would be the one who would solve these murders but is chris just the face of it see is he down doing the work to actually find these predators. Or Chris doesn't them. reveal his secrets to the mere underlings that of us. He okay. keeps that locked away. Okay. I like that. I like that. They are what predators. What you got, Travis? Ooh, what do you have over there? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I feel like I have to go with this answer because it's just too good not to. And I want someone who is fought villains before. And oh. I'm going to go Space Ghost. From the Space wow. Ghost Coast to Coast series. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> wow. Like, 
he has I don't want to say he has powers, but he can fly. He's got, you know, lasers. You know, he he knows the ins and outs of all the bad guys that he, he knows their their MO and uh, he's going to be able to help us solve a murder. He's an idiot. He's a... not, not in the original, not in, on the talk show he is, but in the actual original cartoon, he's not. So all I remember about him doing his talk show was how how dumb he was. But well, yeah, him and uh, I think it was Zor, um, Rack, I think the little mantis dude mm. who played like the piano, who was his sidekick on the TV show. Anyway, all right, so we've got Jimmy Fallon. Wow. We've got Chris Hansen, Jerry Springer, and Space Ghost. But Drew Barrymore. She is a talk show host now, yeah. I don't know if she'd be good at solving murders, but... I don't know. I'm a little shocked before we pick one that no one said Alex, Alex Trebek. I almost had him. I had I, him on there, and then I, I crossed him off. I'm like, eh. You read from a card, Trebek. You wouldn't know <laughs> that if you didn't read from a card. <laughs> him and... Uh, uh, is it I'm gonna butcher his last name? Jeff Pro Probst, the host of Road Rules and the MTV shows, where he's just gotta deal with a bunch of de- degenerates for a long time. I don't know. It just seems like he hmm. could put up with a bunch of shit. All right, we gotta pick a we gotta pick a TV host. Who are we going with? I don't love the Jimmy Fallon. No, I like the Chris Hansen one. Okay, that's right. We do. <laughs> We've got two for Chris Hansen. Ben? I mean, I if, if it's not going to be Springer, then I would probably pick Chris Hansen. Okay. Yes. But I'm, Springer's still my first pick. I like Chris Hansen. I just, I'm, I am skeptical about his ability. Now, if he's got his team behind him, yeah, Chris Hansen's a clear winner. But uh, yeah, I guess Chris Hansen's going to take it, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. That's a good answer. Well done, Rick. Thanks. Bravo. Well, done yeah that was a pretty good one i didn't even think of him trying to think of how to get to the next topic it's almost like it's hiding from me (laughs) and there should be a modern profession to help me get to the next topic we should hire someone team (laughs) fam bam fam which uh what modern day profession would be best at hide and seek and i want to take a crack at this one first because i think i have the answer one of my favorite sayings, and this kind of ties back into the last topic a little bit. One of my favorite sayings is the best place to hide a body. So hiding something is on the second page of a Google search. And so I want to go with a Google search engineer as the best person to or best profession that could do that would be really, really good at hide and seek. Because they are good at hiding everything. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yep. Yep. Definitely modern profession. Yes. I feel well, like I, I need to have a reason why I don't like it. Um, I haven't come yeah. up with one yet. Because yeah. there's no bodies on the internet, Ben. That's why. It doesn't have to be bodies. There's no hide- bodies on the internet. It's just hide and seek. They're good at hiding stuff. They're good at no, hiding they're information. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they no. are. Well, I wouldn't know. Okay. Do you, the person who's better than your search engine, whoever... Is someone who plays hide and seek as a profession. So we need the real professional here. So give me a nanny. 
slash babysitter, however you want to describe them, as the person who would be the best at hide and seek. Because no one knows the tricks of the trade mm. or the weird hiding spots of the house like they do. See, Rick, here's why you're wrong. Are you ready? Because you can find a babysitter on page one, but you have to go to page three to find <laughs> Cindy. You're right. That's one. That's Is that why you're going to say uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no I, once, it, I once took out an ad in the newspaper here when it, the kids were all little. It said, free the parents. Uh, That's ooh. all it said. Nice. And the best babysitter ever showed up. Just side, oh, nice. sidebar and us. A, a guy showed up to free the parents. And he, I love that. All he did was play with the kids because they're four boys. But anyway, mm -hmm. sorry. No, you're I, good. I um, that's <laughs> Take the segues. Yeah, we're, we're in for them. <laughs> no, those are my thing. <laughs> um, as any parent of a young child knows that would actually need a babysitter, children are not good at hide and seek at all. At all. My four-year-old, when he wants to go hide, he'll be like, okay, but can you stay in here while I hide? Or he'll want to be in the room while I'm hiding and then can't find me later. Or I'll be very obvious. My feet will be sticking out of something and he yeah, will not be able to find me. Yeah, but yours are too young. Well, that's what I'm saying. What Yours are too young. At, but at some point around when they start getting good, they don't need a babysitter anymore. So the babysitter never has the opportunity to actually be challenged. That's parent they, dependent there, Travis. They, they don't. No, they're not challenged. with No, they're not even going to be playing hide and seek by the time they need it. Because they're not going to have all their friends over. You know, if it's one or two kids. You know, if you want to play, uh, what's the one we used to play in Nick's basement? Oh, uh, yeah. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. But I remember. One. But we were like, there were like 12 of us, and that's what made it fun versus like, oh, yeah, just having a babysitter, having over for maybe four kids. Yeah. You might, you know, might, might take an extra second to find one of them, but you're, you're going to be able to find all those kids very easily. So I don't think they're going to be very good at it. All right. All right, let's hear let's hear the rest of the, the selection here. Elizabeth Ben, what do we got? So I appreciate the the nanny premise. Uh, the thing I'm getting stuck on with the nanny, though, is it, it's kind of like a very one lane type of experience. You know, your little kids houses, you know, there's not really you know, if this hide and seek is anywhere except for your neighbor's house, you know, the nanny's not going to work out great. So I wanted somebody who could potentially walk into any room or any area and uh, try to assess what's going on, assess where people could be hiding, look at shape sizes, you know, how quickly they could run to two rooms away because I counted to 20. So I want a mathematician. I want somebody who, um, it, and, and the, the reason why I am going this direction is because I wanted somebody who could uh, walk into a room and really just, you know, see the angles, see the sizes and kind of put everything together. There's still mathematicians today. I appreciate that it's not only a modern profession, um, but there's probably a modern profession out there that is related to it. So, well, you should have done the research to find what that actual modern profession was. Wait, so is mathematician the actual submission? Yeah. Okay. Because the history of geometry says that it was founded about uh, 3100 oh. BCE. So I would not call mathematician specifically a modern profession well it's still a modern profession it's just mm -hmm. also in the in the past yeah this is boring 
I'm okay. <laughs> That's boring for me. Sorry. Probably better than mathematician. So. No, no, no. I got a boring answer, but it's a, an H and R block representative. I don't know. Like oh, I got, no, no, wait. No, I can spin that one. I can spin that one. I like that better than the Google search. No, it's for the same reason because they can hide the I money. Still, they thinking, can hide yeah. the money so you don't have to pay as much taxes. I uh, like that answer. That's in the same uh, vein as mine. Oh uh, yeah, I was going with H and R. The other one I have, I was thinking more of like, like trying to find some but a bug exterminator that's probably really dumb too sorry <laughs> no i like that too because they're going to know all the nooks and crannies of your house unlike the nanny and the babysitter i i had deep thought on this one i was like i wonder <laughs> no i like both of those i like the nanny idea but if you lose my kids you're not coming back yeah but nanny's not modern either based on your uh it, nannies can, have been around for you, hundreds of years can you hire one today it's modern. No, no, that's my argument. I'm agreeing with you, but that because you can have a mathematician today. But Travis is saying that if it's been around, if it was hundreds of years ago, it's not modern. Which is why H and R Block and Google Search Engine have got a, <laughs> the only two valid answers. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I'm not willing. I don't. I liked H and R Block. I liked that one. I don't like Babysitter or. I like H and R Block over yours because it, at least there's a reason, and yours was based off a dumb joke. So, give me a block over your Google search engine. I like the Google one. I got to go with the Google one on that one. She's leaving her own camp. She's just leaving her own I camp. left my own camp. <laughs> my Unprecedented. Kind of questionable. <laughs> I don't know. I, the Google one's better than mine. I can't pick. I don't like any of them, including mine. I don't like any of them. So, you no, you know, be decisive, Canada. Make hey, I've been decisive for months. It's been a long time since I was indecisive. Let me, Did get, you have any let me get a little bit of my roots back. <laughs> Did you have any others? Me? Uh, anyone. If we're if we're kind of, you know, teetering on Google search engineer. Well, but it not like it just one of Ben's upstanding. Yeah, I mean, I had a, two episodes I, in a row. And I had I had uh, a backup. I had a backup that's actually modern, uh, a SWAT officer. So a SWAT officer is all about, you know, going in. I was playing. I had the same brain, but it's all about going in, uh, looking at angles, looking at the best entry point, exit point, least amount of casualties. Like literally, no. But there's no searching. Rooms. They know where they are. There's because they already there's have you tons of searching. They have <laughs> literally searching enemies on a regular basis. Because uh, well, SWAT is not like just they're but here. SWAT's not just sniping. SWAT is everything. You know, they it's not just sniping. They go in. They get people out. Um, it's. No, I'm just saying it's it. They don't always know where people are. It's a mix. So they're good at finding people, whether it's hostages, whether it's bad guys. That's a good one. No, it's no, no, it's not. <laughs> I like they, that one. I like because that one they get that. they get called to a location. They don't go find them. They get sent. What if they run out? No one has already the found but them. If you don't know the location, and they don't hide. If you don't know, <laughs> enemies hide. They're not um, good at searching. And and when they're in a fire. If they're like shooting enemies, then they're hiding behind walls and shit. But they have to have a location. If you're playing hide and seek, you got to have a location. I mean, does your uh, nanny know? I mean, is, are we narrowing no. it down to Earth? Is Earth the hide and seek location? You Why stop there? I mean, universe. <laughs> what? What if? What well, if well the then your Google search engine can't do. It. Who knows? They might have gotten on a rocket ship. Well, then maybe a rocket scientist would be the right answer for this. Would you quit trying to pick people that go deal with angles? That has nothing to do with hide and seek. All I can think of is angles and math. You're so no wonder you lost this game. You're so yeah. bad at hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> if we were talking about pool, then you'd be on go. something. 
Um, I also yeah, billiards. Almost, billiards was billiards. billiards better. Yes, I almost went. Uh, I don't know if this is an actual profession by itself, but just Photoshopper, someone who just like hides things that people don't want to see. They just get rid That's of a them. Great one, actually, <laughs> yeah. I think you can probably just say photographer. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, like they're also taking the pictures. But I'm I'm talking about specifically yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. editor, photograph editor. And thank God for the editor. Yes. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Google search engineer it is. Great. <laughs> Rick, you're causing a ruckus and you're getting us kicked out of the bar. You're... It happens. It happens. Guys, team, it's time for last call. Hey, real quick. You're listening? Cool. Do me a favor. On your app, wherever you're listening to this podcast, there's a button to follow or subscribe or some sort of a notification type bell, whatever you do, don't click them. Don't just don't click those buttons. Don't do it. Or click it. Whatever. Whatever. You, it doesn't matter. Just. Just fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just click it. It's. It's cool. Just do whatever you want. Preach. All right. It is time for last call. This is going to be a really quick "Would You Rather" segment. We're going to start off with Elizabeth. You're going first. And we're going to go Rick, and then we're going to go Ben, and then we're just going to go on to the second question. Whatever pops in your mind first, just whatever your gut tells you, that's going to be your answer. So this is supposed to be quick, supposed to be fast, and just right off the dome. So we're going to just jump right in. Elizabeth, would you rather use toothpaste as deodorant or deodorant as toothpaste? Oh, toothpaste as deodorant, for sure. Toothpaste as deodorant. Rick? Yep, toothpaste as deodorant. Toothpaste as deodorant. Ben, toothpaste as deodorant. Make it three, toothpaste That's as deodorant. That's a clean sweep. I like it. Nice. That's a clean sweep. I get it. Elizabeth, would you rather bring Steve Irwin back to life or Bob Ross back to life? Bob Ross. Rick? Same. Bob Ross. And Ben? Oh, that's hard. Um, I love them both, but I am actually going to go with Steve Irwin. Okay. There's not a wrong answer there. They're both great. Uh, Elizabeth, would you rather be in a food fight or a water balloon fight? Food. Can Rick? eat it. <laughs> yep, food. Food. Ben? Probably water balloon. I know okay. what's getting thrown at me. Elizabeth, this is a, a, a tough one. Would you rather listen to the Barney theme song or someone slurping soup for 24 hours straight? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with the slurping soup. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Rick? The soup. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're both. There's not a no, good option. That's, uh, that's all. Give me, give me the Barney. <laughs> give me the Barney. Really? Yeah, give me the Barney. I love you. Really? That's, yeah. All right. Ben, Barney or soup? Um, yeah, slurping soup. It's, it's fine. Elizabeth, would you rather start every sentence with hey jerk face or end every sentence with haha just kidding haha just kidding give me hey jerk face (laughs) (laughs) has to be has to be hey jerk face okay okay it's gender neutral it's (laughs) it works every sentence from now on starts with hey jake hey jerk face elizabeth would you rather have no elbows or no knees? Again, not a good an- not a good option. That's not easy. Not... Yeah. No knees. Knees. Okay. Rick. Yeah, I'm gonna go no knees as well. And Ben. 
No knees, no knees, no knees. No last knees. last question. This one's a this one's a thinker and it's a long one. So just listen in. Elizabeth, would you rather have dinner with Brendan Fraser or Keanu Reeves? But if you bore them, you die. Keanu Reeves. Okay. N- no. I would not rather. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, let me see. Let me see. Is there a pick one? Is that is what there, I did? I do there, it right? No, you, no, did, you, did. you did. You okay. did. Rick is picking the, the no option. You the said no. Option. no. <laughs> Which wait, let me see. That is, that is not an option. Please uh, give try me again. Give me Brennan Fraser. All right. And Ben. Dude, love me some piano. And he's so such a nice guy. He would never let you know that you were boring him. That's what I was thinking. Okay, okay. Like, I don't think he'd let you know that you were a total bummer to be around. That's fair. I like that. Okay. So let's uh, recap some of these. The second question was Steve Irwin or Bob Ross. And Rick and Elizabeth, you guys went Bob Ross. Is there any reason why you picked Bob Ross over Steve Irwin? Doesn't have to be. Steve Irwin doesn't do it for me. I've never, I just never... The one good thing he gave us was uh, that commercial, and other than that, Bob Ross is just cool. He just paints, okay. and yeah, he's just Bob Ross. Yeah, Ben. Any reason why you picked Steve over Bob? I'm I mean, mainly, <clears throat> yeah, mainly because I love them both, and I felt like Steve had his life cut shorter. So, ah. that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I went Steve. It was you, you get it, Travis, because he he was killed by Stingray. That's that was the joke. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I'm not happy about right. it. I just I, I don't, I don't appreciate that. that. I'm still a little upset that Steve's dead. Just so you know, I'm still dealing with it. I didn't make the joke. Don't look at me. I I feel guilty for laughing. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it was a great joke. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> Just not for stingrays. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter can cure everything except for stingray to. The I actually heart. have a Bob. I actually have. It's a just Bob. a happy little accident, you know. <laughs> Bob Ross was around. Bob Ross chia pet thing, you know, one of those. Okay, thing. yeah. Yeah. We okay. actually own that. He would be perfect for a chia. Pet. I don't know what to do with that, but yeah, it's up in somebody's room. Throw it out. Yeah, there's um, a Bob Ross movie coming out this year. I believe that. There's also a Mickey Mouse horror movie coming out because now that's in the public domain. So excited about that. Yeah, I think I think Owen Wilson's playing Bob Ross. Yeah, that's that's a great fit. Great fit. Let's see here. Rick, you chose Barney over the soup. Why'd you go Barney? I did. Cause at some point, like if if it's any sort of like rhythm to it, you can just tune it out. Like, yeah, it's probably not the most like it's an annoying song, but there's no guarantee the slurping is like in a good pattern to where mm-hmm. he, so I just, I can't. The inconsistency with that would drive me crazy. My, my first, my gut was Barney because the soup would make me hungry and want soup. And like in times where, where that I didn't have access to food, I'd want, I'd be like, hey, can I get some of that? But then you just brought up a good point of like the inconsistency. And I kind of want a little bit of the inconsistency. And I feel like that might be like white noise a little bit. 
and I would be okay with it after a while. I don't know. They're both That's, terrible options. That song is hard to shake. Are you sure you want that in your head? That Barney song? That's No, no, I'm not. But I am sure I don't want Slurpee McSlurperson <laughs> that... following me around all day. So. <laughs> that, that song's like that, what does the fox say one? Remember that? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I have a four-year-old. Of course I know that song. It plays every uh, day. Yeah. My kids had... One of my kids, my oldest one, loved Barney and had Barney light up shoes and sang that song for. I'm done with Barney. The amount of uh, toys that make sound in my house I, that I just want to throw <laughs> out because they go off at like 4 a.m. and I think someone's sneaking in. Nice. Oh, it scares me. Elizabeth, you would rather say haha, just kidding at the end of a sentence, which means you could probably never have a serious conversation ever again over but, jerk face i don't, don't want to i don't know if i want to call people jerk faces though <laughs> i think I, of the two i'd like one i don't know haha jerk face just kidding maybe, maybe maybe you'll be a trendsetter and it'll become a positive term of endearment like yeah. hey yeah. jerk face hey jerk <laughs> hey hey yeah hey jerk face yeah i uh, that, that's a toss-up right there because haha just kidding is oh yeah neither are good. that's annoying as hell yeah just kidding. Um, uh, you all with knees. Uh, I would agree. Uh, my knees are already bad, so get rid of them. Um, and, and then, um, Rick, you went Brendan Fraser over Keanu. I did. I did. Because I feel like the Keanu you would you would have to potentially carry. Like Keanu, you said, is not going to tell you he's bored. But Brendan Fraser, if he is bored, he's the funny one. He's back. All right. I'm going to make myself unbored. Because he has more comedic value. And also, I just feel like I could vibe off that longer than Keanu. I think there'd be more energy. I'm not saying like, either one's bad. Like but I think my brother more... all day. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Why is your brother Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Um, Elizabeth, Rick's brother looks strikingly similar to Aaron Rodgers. It's very weird. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Like, like 90, if... 95% match. Yeah. At least at least 10 years ago when it was probably the last time I saw him. If he was across the room and you didn't know anybody, you're like, oh, ah, that's okay, that's not him. But you would you'd have to take a double take for sure. That'd be hard. Yeah. You'd be in danger almost in, in some places because people are mad at Aaron Rodgers. That's true. Right now. Does he get mistaken for him, actually? Does he Let get do, do people come up and ask him? I, I don't know if anybody ever actually has. Uh it was a joke in my family for a while, especially when like the discount double check commercial was uh was popular. Yeah. So, oh, I'll have to ask him if he's ever been actually confused with Aaron Rodgers. But one of the quarterbacks, I can't remember who it is now, but he looks exactly like the guy from the Notebook. I th I think it. Who's the? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's Jared Goff uh, from the Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The Lions quarterback. He was a defensive liability, <laughs> yeah. and um, yeah, beat my <laughs> remember team. the Titans. Mm -hmm. He was. Yeah. I would also probably go Brennan just for like Rick said, I think the energy would probably match and just vibe a little bit better, but I would be happy having dinner with both of them. Probably be a little nervous because I might die, but that's besides the point. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Are you Swifties at all? Uh, Honestly. I think Ben, you're a Swiftie, right? No, 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 I'm but not a Swiftie. I used to be I don't, out of the ticket once. I don't have an issue with Swift. Um, I'm kind of in the middle. You know what? One of my, absolute best friends is a major major swifty um I am. yeah perfect no issues i mean either side is the topic annoying or anything because i was thinking i had you on we could talk about swifty you know taylor swift and then the affirmations like i could do like two yeah. little 
that would be fine yeah yeah no issues with taylor yeah we we are not swifties in that we want to go to their con her concert but i think we're swifties in that we know her songs and mm -hmm. we will you know we'll sing them if they're we'll on sing. yeah we yeah. prefer it over the barney song and slurping for sure yeah. Yeah. Um. My, my husband got us tickets to, That's like, awesome. Tickets. So he, he won that lottery thing. And so we actually got tickets to go see Taylor Swift at Gillette. Nice. Ooh. And so I took at my best Gillette. At Gillette. Yeah. Night one Gillette. And we went to, I took my best friend and her daughter and then our son's fiance and one of their girlfriends. So we just did a big girl party. And I was not a fan. Like, a, like I could have kind of cared less. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is good for them. But once I saw that concert, I'm like, oh my God, she she is a powerhouse like i don't know how somebody sings that many songs in a row and dances like that and does all that stuff and uh, night after night after night it just yeah. it looked exhausting but they decorated me with all these bracelets and i'm like what are these for and then i figured it out and all stuff so really? i kind of went in not knowing and then came you know came out after the concert going oh okay this is pretty cool yeah my wife is a swifty yeah um if she wanted me to go to a concert i would yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't turn down. Hashtag Swifty over 50. So I, think, I like that. Mm. That's oh, a good yeah. one. So bad though. No, it's not. That's great. <laughs> can but, you can you name Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Elizabeth? Well, Travis Kelsey, okay. yeah. Uh, well, I see I cheered for football. <laughs> ah, before? So okay, great. I, I know sports like really, really well. She's got so, four gosh. boys. She was a, I, and four oh, that's boys. Good point, but man. I actually was a cheerleader for football, wrestling, basketball. Nice. So I know sports. And then my dad would take me to I'm I'm from Iowa actually, but we would go to Minnesota and go see the wild. Mm. Um, or the but back then they were the North <laughs> so old. They were the North Stars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. But um, yeah, so I grew up with my dad teach me sports and I can throw a spiral. Nice. Oh, nice. I can actually throw a football too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's random. Sorry. No, that's great. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, well, Elizabeth, thank you for coming on. Tell us one more time about your new book that's coming out in April. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's the success guidebook, how to visualize, actualize, and amplify you. And it's just all about redefining success for people so that you don't uh you don't have to feel like it's the dollars in your bank account or the job you have or anything, you know, like those traditional me measurements to define you, but you get to kind of define it for yourself. And uh, it's a, it should be a really great book. There's 20 contributors and uh, wow. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's got 20 people who showed up to share their stories also in addition to me writing and the every book I write is a master class. So you can actually get a certification. So I've got change and success master classes. That's fantastic. But yeah, no, that. it's exciting. Yeah, again, and to be, you know, 54 and having books come out um, is a is a pretty big deal. So, uh, yeah, like kind of like lifelong dreams happening. No, so that's, that's that's impressive. We had uh, we had another author on not too terribly long ago, and she said she had 13 books out or something. And she not just started writing, but, you know, she hadn't been writing for that long. And I was just like, I don't I can't even think of like. A, a bedtime story to tell my kid like i can't think of 13 stories books to well i've got we've got plenty of books but like yeah i just like to, to come up with 13 stories that's just that's very impressive so i have a, I have a new children's that book yeah i have a new children's book too that i um this one i self-published i don't usually self-publish -pub my books but mm -hmm. blueberry and jam adventures in maine 
And it's about I a love cat that. mouse that travel all around Maine and, and teach kids geography and blueberries and all this good stuff. So that's pretty cute too. It's adorable. I'll send you that. So you have that. Absolutely. I'll, Do we have I'll... some kids here? I can send, send books just, out. Okay. Just me. Just you. Okay. Just me. But yeah, no, thank you for, for all the, all the book love. Absolutely. Fun hanging out with you guys. Thank you again for coming on. It was a pleasure. Um, and then, you know, I think one way to, to define success is by listening to a full episode of this podcast, which mm. hopefully our listeners have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. If you are still listening, uh, please, there's a link in the description to support the podcast. Um, funds can go to help us buy equipment, uh, actually see each other in person from time to time. We just had an episode that came out uh, today when we're recording January 24th where we were actually all together at the same time uh, Danny flew in from California that was great and uh, just remember that this is our podcast and you're just along for the ride